It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Everybody, RideCon 2020. This is the CEO to CEO conversation. Clearly, for all of you upstarts, those who want to understand where the culture is, I was listening to a podcast with my brother, Damon Dash, chairman of Damon Dash Studio. Welcome, Dame, to CEO to CEO. What's happening, bro? Thanks for having me. Thanks for your participation in the RideCon movement. We always love what you do. Um, We need insight. We need vision. We need true vessels vessels with courage. Uh, At this moment, when you think about it, you were in the forefront of technology when you even started Damon Dash Studios. How did you know streaming was going to be a thing? It was just logical. You know, once I understood the Internet and, you know, to be honest, I was looking at the way the porn industry was moving, you know, because they had no other place to showcase their stuff. They were actually hitting the internet hard way before everyone else on demand. And I just was like, yo, people are just gonna do that with movies. And I was always looking for one place to put everything that I did that people could just buy it from. So I've always made movies, I made clothes, I make music, I make liquor. So I was like, yo, it would just make sense to learn how to make my own content because also it gives you residual income. And because I don't have to worry about distribution because I can provide my own, it just made logical sense. You know, I'm always looking for a way and I've always been as an independent, you're always looking for freedom. So, you know, I get up on things before everyone else cause I'm always trying to figure out how to do it on my own. You understand what I'm saying? So I just sent that shit 15 years ago. I mean, we did Block Savvy. You know, we always did it. But it really is about making the content, not making the apparatus. That's so you think, somebody else build the gun. So you think about that and, and you think about it, but there's a level of fearlessness that comes with every CEO. Forever you've been fearless. Why is it important at this moment when you think of a Stokely, when you think of the uh, thought leaders that are right behind you, why must we have this mindset at this moment in time as CEO, as we claim our victory in these movements? Well, you know, for me, this mindset has always been present and I've been waiting for everybody to catch up, to be honest. You know, people were looking at me like I was crazy for saying, we're the boss, we should control the narrative. Why do we have to sell our culture back to them to sell it back to us? Just was never logical. Why do you let weaker people tell you what to do? It's just not logical. Why do we fight each other and not them? It's not logical. Why do we think they're the plug and we're not? It just was never logical to me. So I'm glad that right now at this very moment, because the world has ended and there's a new one and the one that existed before did not behoove us. So if we're going to come out in a new world, it's important to come out controlling the narrative, not asking questions, but having the answers, not asking for someone to give you something, but being the person that's able to give. you know, that has to be the narrative, you know, and, and, and we're in control at this moment. The only thing that's stopping us would only be us right now. Anybody in this moment can get money from their house if they have content and they know how to distribute it, bottle it up, package it, and do it right. We don't need them to talk to each other. We shouldn't be fighting each other for their entertainment. You know, we shouldn't have to go through a white production company to tell a black story. Why is it that the networks only hire the white production companies to tell black stories? Like an E1, you know, a Tara Reid, you know what I mean? Like a WeChat. Why, why, you know, like besides, you know, Kanye and myself right now, we the only ones that really be calling people out that are white. 
You know what I mean? We don't fight each other. We fight them. That narrative has to change, and that's what this is about right now. And not violently. It has to be about economically. You know, we control the buyer's market. So why shouldn't we be the one providing it to the buyer, which is us? It makes no sense not to. Well, you think about it, um, our dear brother, Master P, who's actually uh, being recognized, kind of came around um, saying similar things, but the product, we've got to produce products. Why is it important for us to produce products for those who have no understanding? Content, product, you said, look, obviously, why are products important for CEOs, black CEOs, to be making for our community? Making something means you have something to sell. So, you know, let's say you're a hustler. If the block is clicking and you don't have any work on your block, they're going someplace else to get it. So you have to have this work. But the good part about content is it gives you residual income. You can leverage residual income. You can get a loan against your income if it's consistent. And you can get that money like this. I make money from things that I did before I had the platinum hair, you know, I make money off things I did in my 20s. I'm 49. I'm about to be 50. But back then, I had present clarity to say it makes no sense to, to do something and not own it and let other people make money for, for, from it years later and not me. It just never made sense to me. I don't care what everybody's doing. If it's not logical, I'm not doing it. A CEO has to deal with logic, not emotion. The dollars have to make sense, period. You know, ego comes with it at some point because you have to sell a lifestyle. You have to be confident, but you can't just do what makes you feel good if it doesn't yield. You can't do what doesn't, you can't just take a, a short bag from somebody from another culture and fire all your people from the culture and be selfish just because you don't think you could do it without them. White ice is not colder. So when you think about the love that we have for each other in this movement, what would you say? You're sitting on the board. What do we need to understand about self-destruction, self-love, self-pride, community pride, and trust? I mean, all of it. You know, number one, and, you know, I look and break things down from the beginning. Why do we have this narrative? Well, number one, the day we're born, we're told that God is white. We interpret the name of God as Jesus, and that's a European translation. The name is Joshua. So now we have us as a culture looking at a Viking, a white man with blue eyes and blonde hair, even though nothing in the Bible happened in Africa. That's number one. That's number one. And even though we're aware that that's the wrong name, we still say it. We're still scared not to say. And what I don't, what people have to understand is like, my name is Damien. Somebody could be giving me props, but if they call me Damien, I'm going to be like, yo, my name is Damien. And if they keep calling me Damien, I'm going to think it's on purpose and I'm going to be feeling a little disrespected, even though they're giving me props. So imagine if you're calling God the wrong name all this time. You can't get your full blessing. That's number one. Number two is the education. When I go into schools, I see they look familiar and similar to prisons and to courts, the lighting, every way that it looks. And what's crazy is it doesn't make sense to me to take children from their parents and have them come around people they don't know that are mediocre. Not to say that there's anything with teachers, but they have a nine to five. How is somebody going to teach somebody how to be rich if they're not rich? And then the education that's taught, it's not farming. It's not how to be an entrepreneur, pay taxes. 
It's not how to pass a law. It's a history we can't use. And it's math that we can't use unless specifically we want to be engineers. And your other alternative to get out of a social class, and you're told this, is the only way to get out of the social class is to do sports or to do music. And then what does the school provide for you? Sports. So that you don't constantly focus on school and get your fundamentals. You bet your whole life in basketball. When you get an injury because there's a lot of to get there, now you're not prepared. That seems strategic. Then it's the prison, the prison system. The fact that they base the prisons on how many people can't read. They know that if they're not educated properly, that the next step is jail and they prepare you for it. And again, if you do go to school, you're going to sit behind a desk for eight hours. And what I've learned through education is you only retain one hour of that eight if you're lucky because the rest is bullshit. And then you get trained to have a job where you do the same thing. Sit inside while the sun's out. Don't see your kids till you're tired. And you only enjoy life twice a day and four times a year, which to me is slavery, which is a trick. So you have to really break that whole systemic thing down. Bang, bang, bang. Then the politics. Bottom line is I don't care who's the president. I'm getting money. It hasn't matter who's been the president. And I don't depend on my oppressor to give me anything. So I don't complain about my oppressor. I complain about me if I'm affected by or let an oppressor oppress me and I'm tougher than the oppressor. So we have to understand, stop being nice to the oppressor and stop trying to think that the oppressor is going to do something to give or give us anything or give us a key to get out of jail. And unconsciously we're slaves and we don't know it because, you know, how else do you keep a slave quiet? He doesn't know he's a slave. They just think they just think that life is like if you notice, most people are depressed and on pills trying to escape a life that they don't love because you're trying to find perfection that doesn't exist. And then also trauma is important. Recognizing trauma. You know, the thing about therapy is no black people get it. So the studies on therapy are on white people. So when a black person does get it, it's the wrong therapy. So we also have to understand where our traumas come from, from thinking God is white, from thinking we're number two when we're number one, from being taught the wrong education, and from always being in debt. So we have to understand that as well. So, you know, and then it's economic empowerment. Bottom line, they keep you broke so that you're worried and you're blaming other people and we fighting each other. But if we understand that we own this culture, so we should be the ones to provide the culture to them, not us give it to them to provide it to us. That's crazy. So we have to control that narrative. And I think those are the fundamentals that just need to change. And also we have to know how to get a law changed. We got to know how to lobby. Instead of talking about shit, nothing changes legally unless a law gets passed. So you got to understand exactly who you electing, why you electing, and what you expect them to do. And if they don't, you have the power and the voice to lobby for something so that a law gets passed. I've had conversations with Senator Eddie Milton, and I've seen him pass a law based on our conversations. I talked to the Congressman Carson, and I see him lobby for things based on what he sees. And then also prison reform needs to change, too. So all our soldiers go to fucking prison based because of all the trauma. And what do they feed them? A bunch of disgusting food. What do they have available for them in commissary? Snicker bars and sardines. So they work out, but they come out with high cholesterol, diabetes, and heart problems. So all these things need to change. Our rehabilitation needs to change. But again, they're not going to change it. We got to change it, and we got the power to do so. So think like a general. Because in the war, general wins. A soldier waits to be told what to do. But the people I know that have been thriving, pay attention, have been the generals. The soldiers haven't been doing shit. They've just been sitting around scared. 
I've been waiting for war. I've been training for it. This war, the right war. I haven't internalized racism. I haven't had the motherfucking let some white man tell me what to do. You know what I do to a white man when he makes me mad? I buy his house, I kick him out, period. You don't want to hire my people, I buy your company or I put you out of business. But I'm not expecting you to do anything for me. Don't even be polite. It makes it easier for me to do what I got to do. And that's my attitude. Now, when you look at that as a CEO, those who are saying it, Dave, they got to understand that they're not here to feed us. You know, you can't wait for them to feed you. What is it that we need to understand about feeding ourselves that we still are not getting? We got to pull our skirt up and if we a man, be a man. Men don't want to be given nothing. They want to earn it. We got nuts for a reason. Testosterone builds muscle and ego. You should be ashamed of yourself if you want another man to take care of you. And you want your girl to see another man take care of you. That, that's not a man. Period. So we have to understand what being a real man is. Our, our job is to provide for the people that we love by all means necessary, not for us. Our job ain't to get a two-seater. It's to get a family van. It's to get a house with a backyard so you don't have to go outside. You make enough money to feed your, your, your family good food. That's another thing. And the food is disgusting. That's available to us as well. We got to understand this meat is killing us. That the number one cause of diabetes, heart, cancer, meat, period. All the GMO shit, that's what's killing us. I got a lot of tough friends that are dying from natural causes. I can't believe it. And it breaks my heart that they survive this bullshit and go with that. That a cheeseburger puts you in the grave. So we also have to understand that fried chicken and all of that other shit with that GMO and all that stuff that they make available to us conveniently that they make money. It's easier for us to grow. It's cheaper and it's safer. It's not like it was 100 years ago. Meat is not the same. You know, it's a lot of doodle, a lot of pus. The shit is disgusting. Rats all over it. Rat hair tolerance. It's nasty. So you can't trust your pressure to feed you food either. But the bottom line is back to your question. Yeah. Waiting for a man to give you something is no bueno in my book. It doesn't exist. It's not even a thought. And that's the way you have to be built and programmed. Get your money so your, your loved ones don't have to feel the same problems you did or you haven't done your job. Period. And that's that. Period. Yeah. I think the other thing is just basic math. I think we have a, a missing element of math. What to demand. I think the whole movement for shelf space is new. Everybody acts like that's new. Uh, demanding shelf space, demanding our rights to do business on people who are actually making billions off of us. People need the courage to be able to make demands, Damon, and the, they have to do it based on math. So can you help them understand why we should demand distribution well, through our own channels, ownership of shelf space, those type of uh, um the, the things about that is you don't have to demand that. You just do it. Mm-hmm. So, again, distribution is now there direct to consumer. No excuses. Mm-hmm. No one got to give you that. And your work got to be good. You can't say because I'm black, you got to buy it. Your shit got to be better than anybody. So my shit ain't good because it's black. I'm better than everybody. I want Scorsese. And I want God, God, God Richie. I want all of them. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they can mess with me. I want Woody Allen. You know what I mean? I'm not going after Spike. I'm going after Paul's, you know, the ones, everybody. I'm the best because I'm the best. It's not be the best because you're black. If your work is good, they'll line up and they will buy it. But you have to focus on your work. You can't think because, oh, I want to make a company that's going to go. Your company got, like, you got to understand, like, if you're selling the same drug everybody else is selling, then you're selling trays and, and deuces, two for fives. You know what I mean? But if you sell something that nobody got, you could charge whatever you want. But nobody wants to hustle on a crowded block. So if you get something late, 
and you're wondering why shit ain't clicking, number one, your work might not be good. Get your work together. Number two, you might be late. Why you want to do something a million people doing? The, the thing to be innovative is an entrepreneur looks for new shit. That's what I was saying in the beginning. I'm always looking for freedom, so I find it first. And then I be get, waiting for people to catch up. Like I'd be like, damn. Like I knew about this shit for like 10 years. I was like, what's, what's, I'm telling people, I'm, I'm, I've just been sitting by the pool waiting. It's crazy that a, a pandemic is what rushed this, the, the, the truth. And Trump, Trump has just made us realize shit faster, that shit is fucked up, that needs to be changed, period. It's, it's almost like I'm like, since he came around, everyone that's supposed to get punished but him has been getting punished because they can't get him. But he's brought all racism, all in, in, in all. He just made it so obvious that we would be soft not to do nothing. He just made it where we had to do something. So, you know, you got to thank him for that. Say big ups to the realization that we are kings and queens. 100%. I've been new. I've been, that's why I've been thinking. They, everyone thought I was crazy because I'm yelling at them like, yo, y'all think- on, their terms. Everybody needs to understand it's our terms. Our you terms. gotta live your life on your terms. This we thing, don't need thing, acceptance. The thing is, they try to control us with fear. Fear that we won't have it if we don't have them in our life. That's the deprogramming is we don't need you. We need we need we. We need each other. That's what we gotta do. I've been trying, I've been thinking music, movies, our shit is the best. So I love Black Panther, but I was mad that somebody white owned it. You feel me? But what it showed was, yo, if we do this without them, we'll have, it'll be big without them. So now, you know, I'm getting at that. I'm getting at Marvel next. I'm getting at Disney. That's my comp, you know? And if you notice anyone up under me that has been or even listening to me ends up in Forge with a B next to their name, whether they pretending or they not. But I know my nigga Kanye, he got it. Just with the fundamentals, you know? He crazy, but he crazy, but he got a billion. <laughs> More, multi-billion. With these fundamentals, we changed the name. See, with him, he like, yo, I won't make my own. I just take Adidas. I just take the gap. Things that were fundamentally known to be other cultures. The most all-American shit is the gap, and they got to say Yeezy in front of it. That's what I'm focused on, what that means. It means it ain't no racism. It means they're going to bend the knee if you're making that bread, period. And that's how you have to change the narrative. You just have to generate profit. But your work got to be good. So in instructing new young brothers that are on the reset, Dave, what can they do? What can they study? Because many who are watching right now need a vision. And, they, and just telling them to do it, they need a vision. How do you reset? How do you reset your diet? I mean, everybody is in this moment of COVID. How can they come off to me? How do they do it? I mean... Like, so my network, not to plug it, but that's exactly what my network's about, the focus, not the distractions. So I have the health is wealth where my girl, my wife shows how she cooks the same as that food for me or gets cooked for me, how easy you have to do it, where you could get it. I got the Dash Diabetes Network. I'm type 1 diabetic, and I've been one since I'm 15, so you can see that there. I got the Yacht Squad with the Bishop, um, um, Bishop Pinnell who can teach you the history of religion, code. But I even got Billy Carson with the Galaxy Network, who could tell you about the Emerald Tablets and really where we, Anunnaki's and all that type shit. Then I got the OSG Network, which is Dennis McKeezy in 90, black principals all over the country that are re, 
doing the curriculum and changing things without waiting for the board of education to do it. Principals are principals swaggy that I've never seen in my life that are actually doing things and are also entrepreneurs. So I could tell you step by step, you know, what to do or how I do it, but it's not hard. You just got to do it. The unknown, people fear the unknown, but it's relatively, relatively easy once you get there. But what's better? Wheezing, you know, feeling sick, you know, not looking like yourself, double the size, your, your, your children not being the cool dude in the room no more, or eating healthy. Is a cheeseburger worth, you know, cancer? It's just not. So we have to be strong enough. See, the thing is we have consciousness, but we look the other way based on comfort. Because we hate our life. I'm not giving up pig. Because we hate our life, you can't give up bacon. You'll love your life if you give up bacon. Also in the Bible, it says, thou, not, thou shall not kill. Not just thou shall not kill humans. I think if, like we're in a time where you don't have to kill for leather. You don't have to kill to eat. It's not necessary. So karmically, you got to look at that shit. Imagine coming back as a cow, having to sit and doodle all day and wait to die. Farting up, fucking up the fucking all up. You know what I mean? It's, it just don't work. It's just not logical. Yeah. You know, a real I, I man doesn't do what, he, what feels good. A real man does what needs to be done, regardless. So I just want to make sure I'm hearing you right, Damien, because I, I'm, I'm with you. Changing your diet and changing your entire spiritual diet is a prerequisite for freedom today wow. in our community. It kills me people that say smart shit and still eat dumb food. That makes no sense to me. I have conversations with people about intelligence that are supposed to be intelligent, and they put some Kentucky Fried Chicken in their mouth. That doesn't look intelligent. That's not a logical answer to an intelligent man. That means you're looking the other way, despite the fact you know that it does not behoove you to put that nasty shit in your body. But it tastes good. It makes you feel full. Nah, go jog a mile and a half. You'll feel better. But this is the moment. We're in COVID. And uh, yeah. I was listening, you know, I, I enjoy my sister, Karen Hunter, for all those who are not studying, not tuning in. Uh, she definitely has a platform that we all should love as we study. COVID proof. What's COVID proof then? Content is COVID proof. Content is COVID proof. Pandemic proof. It's panda proof. Like, my numbers went up in COVID. Every, all my businesses went up for COVID because I was prepared because it was all I was already social distancing. And, and, and also, Dr. Chris, she's the head of the hospital in um, Newark. She's actually taking the vaccine first, black woman. She's the first, one of the first people, a doctor. And the reason why was because she was on the front line watching all of us die. So she was like, I got to see what this is, if it works. And there's so many conspiracy theories happening and all that about the, the vaccine and Bill Gates and blah, blah, blah. But I trust this woman, you know, and it's good to have access to people like that of our color. Uh, and, you know, you know, she also tells that, like, yo, I'm not saying Jesus no more. I'm saying Yashua. She's not saying everything everybody want to hear. But she took that vaccine, you know, and I'm curious to see where it goes. And I'm praying to God that she all right, because we can't lose her. But. Those are the type of superheroes that need to be showcased. You know, those senators, those congressmen, those doctors, those principals, they never showcase us when we're helping us. Even when not only are we helping us, we helping them. You feel me? I do. We got to be the ones. That's why we got to have our own network 
Because if we depend on our oppressor to showcase our heroes, that doesn't make logical sense. They already took our religion, our culture, and everything else. Why would they let us out unless we fight? Or have our own platform, our own television networks, where we can showcase our real heroes the way they need to be showcased. And that's the whole purpose of Dame Dash Studio. Just for us to understand the truth, the real narrative. Yeah, good. Ready to be on the network, Dame. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, uh, it's an exciting moment for us controlling. For all those young hustlers who need to have an insight on what you do, how you study, how you see things in the future, as a CEO, how do you get 15 years in advance? What is that practice? It's studying life. And when you want to do something, like if I want to talk about education, I can talk now because I've been spending the whole COVID with 90 principles. I could talk eloquently about law because I've been kicking it with, with senators and congressmen. You know, I could talk about health because I talked to Dr. Chris. I could talk about the history of religion because I talked to Bishop Purnell. You know, when I have a problem, there's a crew of people that I just call and talk to for hours, planning and being strategic and playing chess, not checkers, being um, proactive and not reactive. You have to write the script. Life is a movie. And if you let somebody else write it for you, it might be a horror flick for you. and You might want to come. But I'm writing my movie. And I'm going to make sure that I architect my future. Like I said, I go to the future, look at what I want my future to be, what it logically looks like, where the problems will be, what everybody else is going to be doing. Then I go back to my present and I make sure that my future is secure. And then my, by the time my future becomes my present, I'm usually prepared. So everything I'm doing now didn't just happen yesterday. I've been preparing for this shit for 10 years. You know, when I left the Titanic, which was Rockefeller, I was like, yo, that shit's going to hit an iceberg, bro. Y'all might look good for the next three years. Because when, when a business goes up, like, a, like, you know, a business 500 million, when it drops to 300 million, it still feels good. When it drops to 200 million, you still feel like you're rolling. But every year it drops. But when it gets to that no million, six years later, because you were so committed to something corny, you can't even do anything new, that's when you really are fucked up. Because no one wants to start from scratch when they're 50. Start now when you're young. You have to plant a seed so it can grow into a tree. But that takes a second. No lick, good lick happens overnight. Anything that happens too fast, you really have to watch it. It's temporary, and it might not be legal. Uh, when you say temporary, most brothers don't. Is that temporary in not owning your culture, too? Is that temporarily in them giving you a publishing deal knowing that it's not a good deal? Let's talk about that. If you take a bag and you give up your future earnings on any level, then you played yourself. But really, look at how many, I'm not going to say names because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But think about three years ago, certain people that were really rolling. They were like invincible. And three years later, they just evaporated. That show money is gone. Think about all the artists that depended on show money to some. You know, that shit gone. That's 70% of your earnings. Now you got to depend on streaming. And you now you got to trust Leo to pay with the YouTube bullshit. Because he like, that's all he, that's all he can do now is rob, rob you there. You know what I'm saying? So imagine that. You don't want to be in the position where if someone t- turns the switch, 
you can't do nothing. It's gone. And if you're not hot no more, because once you, when you hot, you feel like you're going to be hot forever. And when you get cold, you, you cold forever. And that cold lasts way longer than that heat. Trust me. So I don't even know. Well, I do know why I'm relevant now because I do current shit. You know, I don't sit around wearing a flag of some shit I did 10, 15 years ago. My evolution, me growing at least 10, 20 percent a year as a business is all I know. So I just constantly doing different shit, new shit. I'm always doing something. But also understand your competition is me. Your competition is Kanye. We don't really sleep. You know, we're obsessed with winning our way on our terms. So if you want to be a professional, you have to understand the difference between professional and amateur. It's like a professional basketball player or a boxer and a dude that just has good knuckles or hands in the street. You know, it's a different game when it's professional. It's a different discipline. There's a different sacrifice. I would suggest you do something you love so it doesn't feel like work because that's what I do. Everything I do, I would do for free, so I do it all day long. I love getting fresh, so I do fashion. I love making music. I do music. I love making and watching movies. I don't mind making. I love laughing. I love doing all those. I love boxing. Everything I love, I do. And I love myself, so I also showcase the fact that I'm a diabetic 24-7 for the last, what, 40 years, and I've done everything diabetic. And I'm 50, 49. So diabetes doesn't mean that you, it's not an excuse to be washed. It's not an excuse to let your leg get cut off. You know, there's too many different evolutions in diabetes right now where you almost have a pancreas and this shit is almost over. I think in my, in my lifetime, there will be a cure. But, you know, I'm going to make sure if there is one that I let my culture in on it first, not last. You know, if the vaccine is right, I'll let y'all know. I'm doing the research. You know, and I will come with a new curriculum with the OSG network because I'm not going to complain about education. I'm going to just make a new one. And I'll make it available to you through our apparatuses, not theirs. It's legal. I ain't hurt nobody. Good. So for people who want to know, favorite movie of Dame Dash, what is it? Where is it? What you got over there in that network that we need to be watching? Well, we got Honor Up, which I put in theaters. I made that a couple of years back. That's really fly. I got this Just to Kill um, um, scripted show. Uh, I think, uh, you know, my whole catalog is on, you know, that under the Dad Films catalog. You can see everything. I really like the therapy, the healing is gangster with Taj, the OSG network, you know, um, the We Went To series where I go around the world, get high, make music, and, you know, find and culture and like-minded people. Um, I mean, again, if you go to Dame Dash Studios, the new shit I'm doing, I can't talk about, it, and it's crazy. Trust me. Well, I like crazy stuff, but life on your terms. When people think about that, why should that be their mantra? Why should it not? Why should you not have life on your terms? Why wouldn't you want life on your terms? Why wouldn't you fight for life on your own terms? Like, I couldn't imagine it any other way. You know, living by what other people consider success is a good way to end up depressed. You know, you have to find out what your success is and only put your head down and focus on that. Fuck what everybody else thinks. People think validation from them is success. 
pretending you have more money than you have is success. You know, having a nice car and an apartment is success. I, I don't look at that as success. Those are temporary things. And who is it that you're trying to impress? People that don't have it? What's the purpose of that? You know, and someone that does have it, have it they know when you front, trust me. And they don't respect it. So, you know, being a bully, that's not me. You know, I like to challenge bullies. You know, like, again, I'm not saying I'm going at anybody but Disney and Netflix and Apple. Those are those are my con. How dare anybody ever have say I have a beef with a rapper or some dumb shit like that. Dumb my shit down. You know, I'm a general. I'm a captain. You know, and I fight. I'm not saying it. You know, look at my resume. I do it every day, all day. I've been doing it. This shit ain't new. So, again, controlling your narrative is fun. It feels good. It's priceless. I don't care how much money you've got in the bank. If somebody telling you what to do, especially if you're a man and it's another man, and you're a slave, an expensive paid slave, you broke. I bet your family ain't happy. I bet you ain't happy. I bet you spend a lot of time with the therapist and rehab and other stupid sad shit when you got everything. Because you really have nothing because you're not happy. Look how much you laugh. Look how much the people around you laugh. Look how happy the people you love are. Do you even love anybody but yourself? Understanding real wealth is very important. Understanding real wealth as in family, understanding life on your own terms is critical and keys to success. But when we think about it, we've got an entire community that needs to understand that this is a moment for us to work together. Why are we afraid to work together and why do so many in our culture want to be pets to some other culture? Again, it's the programming that needs to be broken. What I like about this generation is they're not really having so much of that. You know, the older generation, you know, there's a couple of us, but the majority of us would rather fit in and survive, you know, based on prior trauma. But, you know, I think since Obama and there's been a black president, we all know that if you could be a black president, if you could be a black president and it might be a black woman president, I think that can happen. Not to say I want my homie to die, but... I think she's going to do a thing in there, bro. You know, really, I'm looking forward to it. You know, like I said, if, if, if as a as, as because of Trump, the result is a, a a black woman president. You know, it's a new narrative out there. Damon Dash prediction: Kamala Harris, first black female, and you know, black women went to the mat and made that demand. Hmm. You know, the white women wasn't doing shit this last election, but hurting them, not voting and none of that shit. It's the white women that need to step up, but the black women, yeah. And also all the sororities and all that, homie is out of here. What's going to be interesting is if he's going to step down or we're going to have to beat him down. Yeah, it's that moment for all those. Young brothers don't seem to understand, Dame, that, that not voting is not an option for us. Those who are there, why and how should we be acting during this moment as it relates to voting? Well, number one, I think everyone should vote and play their part. But we know there's a lot of states that if I don't vote in California or not, he's not winning. But those swing states, Florida, 
Pennsylvania, we have to focus our energy on where we need people to vote. Because we don't want to preach to the choir like, all right, if you vote, we still get New York. You ain't getting it no matter what. But Florida, Pennsylvania, we need those two joints. That's what we need. To Michigan. Michigan. All, but really, if we get Pennsylvania and Florida, it's a wrap. And we should be able to. The Spanish people got to stop liking this dude so much. I don't know why. In Florida, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's what we have to focus is on. The, on Get these white women to vote for, for who they want to vote for. You know? We have to get the right places to stand up because that's what he's doing. You got to remember, he didn't win the popular. He won, he, he, he won the electoral. He was very strategic about where he won. So we have to be just as strategic where we focus on getting people to vote. You know what I mean? Like if everybody votes in New York, it does not fucking matter. He's not winning. In, you know what I mean? California, it, no matter what, he's not winning there. So everybody vote, vote, vote in California. No, vote, vote, vote in motherfucking Florida. Vote, vote, really? vote. Show up. You know, we have to go there. That's we have to focus on those markets. That's the analytical mind that we all need to understand. When you talk about it numerically, you got to figure out where you win. Like even even that analysis, and, and which I appreciate, and I think just standing up so brothers don't stand on the sidelines and understand, your homie's only going to go to prison because he's sitting in front of a judge that don't look like you, and you could have voted for a judge that looked just like you. True. I mean, I, I, I mean, come on, man. Let's let's y'all talking that talk, but. Homie only served three strikes because you didn't vote. But you know, the thing is, you have not been educated about politics. That's strategic. Like, I don't remember in school being taught the whole political system and how to get things done. And why wouldn't they teach us that? Most politicians have on-the-spot training. They didn't go to school and be like, yo, I want to be a politician. They just learned it right then and there. How come they don't do that? That's strategic. Why would they teach us how to make change? Well, I think like I said, things that people don't know, it really scares them. So when we start talking a certain talk, just like CEO talk, profit and laws, blah, 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 some people just cut off. They don't even want to hear that shit. That's a soldier. You know, we got to talk to our generals and let those generals talk to their little soldiers and turn them into generals. But we got to get our generals right so they can get their soldiers right. And that's why I tend to keep myself in the circle of generals because that's what counts, the top of the pyramid. You know, there are people that just listen to other people. They're only going to do what's cool. So you have to get with the people that are going to make lobbying cool or, you know, people that are going to make understanding this actual process cool. You know, we have to make the escape and the distractions that people think are cool to talk about uncool and make it only cool to be talking about shit that's going to evolve us as a culture and the community. You know, we have to, like, if you notice, if I get on a, a radio station and they talk on some gossip shit, I'm checking. We're not talking gossip on this with me. I don't care what this show is. We're going to evolve us. If we got a platform with millions listening, then I'm going to say some fly shit, whether you like it or not. And some people are mad, but I don't care. Soldiers and slaves get mad when generals and masters talk. They don't understand it. So I just got sick of talking to soldiers. I'm like talking, they like, huh? I'm, I'm talking master talk, and they like, we, we ain't going against master. I'm talking general talk. They like, war? I'm not going to war. All right, get out of here. That's it. Some people just ain't ready. 
But the influencers, the people that do have strength, once you get that rock, once you get that power, you got to do the right thing with your platform. That's all. There should be consciousness and responsibility. You should feel terrible when you'll sell your culture out or make somebody in your culture look stupid just because you feel self-preservation has to kick in. That's terrible. You know, everybody that's just worried about themselves should be ashamed of themselves. Because if you and, and really what it shows is, because look, can you name one person you know that likes Trump that could dress, that got swag, that's happy? If I, I know like people that don't understand culture, that can't dress, can't dance, they have no empathy for humanity. They're miserable. Can you imagine life without music, life without fashion, life without swag, life without dancing? That's Trump's life. And all his supporters, none of his supporters look cool. You ever look at any one of them rallies? <laughs> Out of shape, that's terrible, lives in trailers. It's te- and the ones that do, that do support them are doing it sneaky because they get money fucking with them. But generally speaking, it's crazy to me how unswaggy people are that don't understand culture and, and that are miserable. Miserable people hate Trump, love Trump. I don't know nobody happy that love that dude, bro. Everybody that like him is miserable, can't dress, no taste. It's a nasty, taste, tasteless world. You know what I mean? In that world. And it's a world I would never want to be a part of. Like, name a party Trump could go to that cool people would really be at. Right. So he meant, I can't hang out with y'all, then I'm going to just destroy y'all. Right. Just like, you know, that's all it is. So culture coders, clearly um, culture coders for change, Dame, you're pushing. Uh, that's the theme of RideCon this year. Culture coders for change, coding to our community. Um, I think we get hacked a lot. Uh, we get people sell out a lot. They're not putting out any good black code. Uh, and then they're saying it's culture, but they're suggesting to our young people that they do things that are definitely destructive. And we've already seen these movies. What's the new narrative for black people that you want to see creatively? Like I said, you know, making being evolve the cool thing. But also you have to remember that what gets the most attention or with our oppressor who controls a lot of press and a lot of those platforms that the rest of the world sees, they're only going to show the stupid shit. You know, like it's scary when a guy like Lior is doing anything with YouTube because all the positive shit, you know, he's going to put that to the side and all the dumb shit, he's going to give you money to do. You know, there are people that are stimulating stupidity for their own personal gain. And we have to understand, like, yo, you like literally when in my younger days, when people would come to me with certain projects, I'd be like, you really think I'm going to co-sign this stupid shit and make my culture look dumb so you could get a check? You better tread lightly. And I would check those people like a Weinstein and so many others that everyone was so afraid of that I was checking so many years ago when it wasn't popular. But then when everybody does it now, uh, you know what I mean? When I was doing it, culture was on my head. Oh, you fucking the plug up. Y'all think this dude is the plug? He's not. I was saying that years ago. Just, you know, Google. You know, check a whatever. She was like, oh, on, on, oh, they messed it up for all of us. You know, check a Just Blaze. These niggas really said this shit. I'm like, I'm like are y'all serious? Y'all on TV dissing me for protecting y'all? 
culture code is for change. Then they they got to see. You know, when you say swag, you may not have seen it. They keep it away. It's hidden. But we're hiding ourselves. Why are we hiding still? Programming. Why, why are we? We're just programmed. That's what I'm saying. Because when we were born, we were we were told to pray to white Jesus. So number one, we scared. No, not black Yahshua, white Jesus. The European interpretation. That's it starts right there. You know, I, I remember going to school and almost being taught that there would never be a black president. You know what I'm saying? Like I was always on that shit. Why? Because I'm black. I was that was my main shit. I got kicked out of class every day. Don't yell at me or say none of that shit to me because I'm black. It always is why, because I'm black. You know, I don't get it. Why when I say it is fucked up? Because I'm black. The thing that's saving us is Instagram, internet, accountability. That's why y'all think that I've been taping everything for so long. That's the reason why every time I get accused of something, I got to tape and you can't dispute it. <laughs> I'm, I always, I always got cameras running because they always try to control the narrative. I always take my own pictures. I'm not wait, waiting for you to put something up. We just made out. We make our own magazine. I ain't waiting for you to put me on your cover. You're going to make me look the way you want. You're going to put who you want on the cover. I put who I want on the cover. My shit better than yours. I just, I'm just 100% confident. You cannot tell me that there's anybody, white or black, that knows more about certain things. Than you. you feel me? Fashion, movies, music, rock and roll, rap. Nigga, I put the black keys on. You know what I'm saying? Art. Why is art important, Jay? Why you got art behind you, bro? Because I got good taste. This shit represents something I feel. That's my spirit. And Erica Badu and myself curated at one of my galleries, and this was her, um, her, um, her uh, artist Kyle Goins. You know, she, she, and I, I copped a lot of shit. Everything in my my house came out my gallery. You know, no, I, I, I didn't know that that was it. You can just send a piece. I just wanted to share with. No, I get it. You know, yeah, and I wanted to share with CEOs. You should have some black art in your house. Definitely. You should support some black artists. They should be able to see your culture on your walls. Your children should grow up seeing culture on your walls. But why? You got to have a gallery. People don't understand that, Dang. Why have black art in your life? Why have black artists in your life? I have black all cultures, but it's important to understand that we're just as good at art, and actually, a lot of what's been taken from us that we don't know in art, art, a lot of it was us, you know. But again, we're human beings, but black people in this country have taken a lot of oppression the last 200 years. Now, I know the Great Wall of China, somebody was oppressed. That shit took 2,000 years for 20 generations. We took out 200. And over the bigger picture, we're catching up quicker than they expected. I think the light on every renaissance is starting to reveal itself on history and where it came from and who was the originator of it and why it was white. You know, you know, we, we know what the Moors did. We know what we did in Egypt. 
We know what happened when we had it, and we know what the Romans did. They erased all our history, which I'm not mad at them. That's what you do to your, your, your enemy. Took all our religion, took all our history, and made us think that we're number two. But we just got to find our history. If we need to find our history to understand who we really are, then do that. You know, because I'm, I'm just about the facts. It ain't even an emotional thing. It's just I'm watching how history is being manipulated to oppress. Period. So through art, through music, through fashion, through movies, through television, it's all been manipulated through politics to make them look like we need them. And I'm just here to tell you we don't. We need each other. Everybody equal, but we're not going to be letting nobody oppress us. You know, and, and I'm not mad at white people. I'm just mad at racist white people. And I'm mad at racist black people that are all right with it, that really believe that what a racist white person's beliefs are and then become subservient to it to survive. That's no bueno. Cool. Well, we appreciate you showing up, hanging out, and showing CEO to CEO mindset. Damon Dash. We want to thank you for coming back to RideCon 2020. We've catch up this week. Uh, mad respect, brother. And uh, we appreciate you coming by RideCon. Thank you. Thank you.